I think we're streaming now. Welcome to the show, another great edition of Bring It In The House. This is where we spotlight musicians, entertainers, artists, and leaders. I'm your host, Millie Mills. We have a great show tonight. The gentleman that's sitting in right here in front of us, he is all of that. He's, you know, entertainment and more, community leader, industry leader. Let's give it up for our music programming strategist and founder of EBI, Mr. Earl Boston. <laughs> oh, it's so good to have you on the show. Thank you for stopping by. Well, thank you so much for having me, Millie. It's great to be here with you. We go way back, Millie. <laughs> yeah, we do. ABC Radio Networks. That's yes, where you, yes, yes. you would come in. How often? Like once a month and service no, the actually, urban? Hmm? Yeah, it was once per quarter. I worked with uh, the five different uh, urban formatted uh, stations, if you will, or streams i guess you would call them nowadays but yeah uh -huh. i think it was classic r&b the tom joining morning show the touch doug yes. banks and the gospel soul food network with willie may yes. yes yes those were the five formats that i i work with and uh the late steve harris brought me in and um i must say i i'm just so grateful because you know I was probably two or three years in the business at the time. And I remember mm -hmm. seeing Steve at a, at a convention and he wanted to uh, get some help with the uh, music scheduling app. And um, he was like, Earl, we're, we're having some problems with our, our, our software. And if you can help us out, I sure, you know, try to do, all, do my best to, to get you a deal. And sure enough, it came to fruition. And I, about a seven to ten year run with ABC Radio Network in Dallas on Mount yes. Fourth. I remember <laughs> coming down to Dallas uh, once per quarter. For sure, that's where we met. As a matter of fact. Yep. And I mean, you would come in and you'd be so polished, and I'm like, wow, that man, he takes care of all those stations. And as you would say, you provide services. You're not a consultant. You provide services for music yeah. programs, right? Mm -hmm. I. I you know, I, I, it's, it's quite different. Uh, my, my mission, if you will, is to, to help empower program directors on uh, that one tool uh, that they use to generate the best and most effective music log. And that being, uh, regardless, there's music master, there's, there's selector, there's power goal. There's a lot of different music scheduling applications, the prominent ones being music master and, and selector or G selector now. But um, during my, my career, my, uh, my stops along the way as a program director, I was fortunate enough early stage of my career to be introduced to music scheduling software from my mentor, Lee Michaels in Chicago. And uh, he sat me down and, and, and showed me the intricacies of computer music software and, and how to schedule music. And I was fascinated. I was truly blown away. So, um, 
after about four years of working in Chicago, we had a break to get my first program director's position in small town, Georgia. Mm -hmm. And when I got down there, I didn't have the software, didn't I? So I, as a matter of fact, the music was being scheduled from another source and just our music logs were sent to us. So I kind of felt cramped because um, I had learned so much in Chicago, but <clears throat> we'll try to fast forward to programming in a few markets and then getting the opportunity to move to New York and to work at radio yeah. computing services for three years. And they trained me in all facets of, <clears throat> excuse me, music scheduling software, uh, networking, digital audio, uh, you name it. And it was, it was, it was like being, you know, at MIT, it was, it was, it was truly a, like a college. Uh, so I, I realized that after being trained and constantly trained while I was working and, and, and new advancements of the programs, my position was telephone technical support. So I'm on the phone helping to troubleshoot music scheduling issues for program directors throughout the country from all different formats. So I just realized back then that Millie, this technology and this, 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 this tool that the program directors need it's well beyond the, the average uh, understanding, if you will, of program directors. So someone needed to, to help them understand how this software worked to their advantage. And that's, that's, that's the whole concept of starting ABI. Okay. Okay. That's okay. That makes sense because I was about to ask you, you know, for, for those who might be watching, you know, to break it down, what is a selector and what, what part does it play, you know, with the, how it connects with the programming industry, radio programming industry. And um, why is all of that significant? Well, it's, it, it's, it's two ways that <clears throat> music is, is played on the radio two basic forms. Mm -hmm. You've got a software program that generates the music log or the playlist, okay? Mm -hmm. Then you've got a playback digital audio system that plays back the music that is scheduled, see? Mm -hmm. But the music has to be scheduled first, yes. yeah. mm -hmm. see? Once the music is scheduled, then that music log that's generated is exported from the software to the playback system and the playback system plays it back. But the, the, but you have to have that log together, that top of the hour to the bottom of the hour list of songs on how you want them to be aired or how you want them to be separated. There's so many different uh, nuances or, or rule settings that allow you to generate a really effective music log. Uh, something simple like artist separation is a rule that separates additional songs by the same artist. Chris Brown, I use for an example. He's got a lot of songs out. Yes. But you don't want a whole hour of one artist. So you got to have a rule to separate additional songs by that artist. Mm -hmm. That's just one of the many rules. And you've got, for instance, a rule like role. Role is going to define the makeup of the artist or the group, is it a female vocalist, is it a duet, is it a collaboration? And see, <laughs> again, these, these software schedules, because you don't want a whole hour of sad songs, or you don't want a whole hour of male vocalists. See, so music scheduling is about generating an effective music log to make sure that you're, you're capturing the attention uh, of the listener 
and that not only are you capturing the attention, but you're exposing the music at the right time per quarter hour to mm -hmm. keep their attention. Because to, 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 you know, radio is a competitive medium. Yes. Most, yes. most formats, there's at least two stations going after the same target audience. Mm -hmm. So what are you doing different from your competition? If you can generate a better log, you're going to have a better chance of keeping your listener tuned into your station. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times in radio, there are glamorous and, you know, positions, and then there's somewhat behind the scenes positions. And most mm -hmm. of those behind the scenes positions have much more longevity. Yeah. Like your production directors, board mm -hmm. ops, or mm -hmm. promotions uh, managers. Not to say that program directors and music directors don't have longevity, but there are other positions in radio that are interesting, enticing. Very, very so. interesting. And I'm going to ask you too, Earl, you know, now, you know, since, you know, how technology is today, you can download songs, you can stream, you got internet radio stations, everybody doing their own thing. How do you guys, you know, and I know your expertise is, is, is really helping keep terrestrial radio stations relevant today. How do you guys do that? Well, it, you know, the thing about um, <clears throat> music scheduling, it's not just for terrestrial. I mean, satellite radio. As a matter of fact, I, I uh, had a client in Sirius Radio for about four years in Rockefeller Plaza in New York. So mm -hmm. all music formatted stations, whether they stream, whether they're terrestrial, they, you have to be able to generate or produce a music list, a playlist of songs in a certain order Lord. to make sure that your listeners are entertained. Yeah. I mean, it, it all depends on the target format. I mean, who are you going after? You know, mm -hmm. you got a CBS FM that targets the oldies. You've got Hot 97 that targets the hip hop, a younger generation. We've got uh, BLS here in New York that is more of an adult contemporary target, 2554. Yeah. So it depends on who your target audience is, but it doesn't matter whether it's a terrestrial or internet radio or satellite mm -hmm. radio. Each of these forms of music distribution, if you will, or music formatted stations needs to have a, 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 a playlist of songs mm -hmm. that will, will attract listeners and, and keep them listening. Yes, I agree. And is that determined sometimes by the, I guess the record labels kind of like influence, like, you know, this is going to be a hit, this is going to be a top chart or mm -hmm. chart topper and things like that, right? Am I right? Yeah, the, the, the record, uh, record labels play a large part uh, in what's played on the air, especially for a contemporary station, because a contemporary station like your Power 105 in New York or Hot 97, or I'm mentioning New York stations because I live in the area. Um, but um, yeah, a mainstream or contemporary station uh, are playing new music all the time. Uh, not to say that an adult contemporary station doesn't play new music, but their playlist has less new songs yes. than a mainstream station. So a mainstream station is definitely courted by the record uh, labels to, mm -hmm. here's the new song by Drake, or here's mm -hmm. the new song by uh, 
Alicia Keys. Yeah, whomever, you know, whatever artist, I want you to, to please give this song a, a good exposure on your station. She's doing real well. We can, we can help support your station if you play the song by having her perform, you know, at one of your events or something like that. So, yeah, the record labels work in close con uh, connection uh, with, with, uh, with the radio stations, sure. Yes, that that's amazing because I, I used to see you, you know, from time to time you come into ABC Radio Networks. I'm like, this man is on a mission. Do you only work with urban stations or do you work with all genres? All genres for the most part. As a matter of fact, um, I'm blessed now with, uh, with a contract, a longstanding contract with Radio One. And they have, uh, they're the largest uh, provider of of, of, of uh, entertainment uh, for the the urban genre, but they have stations in all formats. I mean, country stations and pop stations and, and yeah. news stations and all kind of different stations. As a matter of fact, um, I had a, 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 a couple of people ask me when I was working with Sirius, um, was I just working with urban stations? And no, I, I work with, I, at the time there were 60, 60 different formats, um, mm -hmm. from classical to rock to, to jazz, you need. Um, so, as a matter of fact, I learned uh, some something about each of these different formats that I work with. But one thing that you want to realize with all different formats is there's some type of rotation going on. What I mean by rotation? Well, when you listen to the radio, every now and then you hear that same song come back. Come back, so, yeah. Mm -hmm. And on a mainstream station or a contemporary station, those songs will repeat faster than on an adult contemporary station. Mm -hmm. So the playlist on a mainstream or contemporary station is is is, is a, a shorter playlist, if you will, than it would be on, say, adult contemporary or an oldie station. Um, mm -hmm. But still, regardless of the format, there's some type of rotation going on. Whether oh, the songs repeat every two hours or the same songs repeat every two days, there's mm -hmm. a rotation of, so of, of songs that repeat because mm -hmm. music is tested. It's not mm -hmm. just the radio station playing what they feel, what, the program, whatever they want. No, these songs uh, are tested and the music scores that come back that represent um, how much the listeners want to hear those specific songs that are played on a radio station. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's, that's why, that's where these songs uh, get put into a specific category rotation and repeat mm -hmm. certain songs may come back every three hours. Certain songs may repeat every five hours. Certain songs mm -hmm. may repeat every 15 hours, but yeah, each music category, if you will, repeats songs that, uh, the target listening audience want to hear. That they want to hear. Guys, if you're just tuning in, of course, this is Mr. Earl Boston out of the Jersey, New York area. He is a music programming strategist and founder of EBI. That's Earl Boston Incorporated. This man has so much experience when it comes to providing services to program directors, radio program directors around around the country, pretty much. Is is it just in the New York area? Are you international as well as national now? No, I'm pretty national, not international. Um, okay. I work with uh, with stations throughout the country, um, mm -hmm. and um, it's just it's 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 a major blessing to 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 
to do what you love. It's, it's what you love. It, 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 you know, I can't express uh, how, how important that is. Um, you know, yeah. if you're just working for money, uh, you're dreading Sunday night and those last <laughs> hours. <laughs> and I got to go back to work. See, see. But when you do what you love, there's not enough yeah. hours in the day to it's satisfy whatever enough. passion you're trying to fulfill. That's right. That's that is so so key. I can't express that enough. And yeah. I posted something uh, just last week about how uh, how radio programming or working in the programming department at radio is so much joy. There's so nothing joy. in the world like radio. There's no <laughs> other profession like radio. And when when radio is good. It's 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 just an incredible feeling of joy. I mean, I still to this day, uh, you know, when I hear a certain song, I'm just moved. You know what music does, and to oh, be yeah. able to oh, be yeah. a part of delivering that to the community, and to be able to not only deliver the music but be able to super serve the community with other things like whether it be uh, helping them out with with there's just breast cancer awareness or. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So many different community services that a radio station can do to mm -hmm. to to provide that uh, that avenue that that a lot of other mediums can't. can't um, radio yeah. is, 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 is a medium that is here to stay and will always be because of that. I mean, just think about it to today, to this moment, how um, even uh, something as small as uh, a listener seeing a jock for the first time after listening to them for so many years, that whole theater mm -hmm. of the mind concept of, yes. of putting that voice with the face, that, yes. that, that whole illusionary radio thing is it won't never, that will never die. It'll never die. I'm glad to hear you say that because I definitely want to get back into radio. It's been a minute since I've been in it. And uh, um, I've, you know, I definitely want to get back in it. And I was, that's all yeah. I'm going to say on that part. <laughs> uh, speaking of, you have met a lot of great people in the industry. Let's look at some of your, your pictures here. We were able to, to, yay, there you go. Now, who all is in that picture, Earl? Well, that's Phil on the left. He's the award-winning Cox Program Director of WEDR in, yeah. uh, in uh, Miami. That's Elroy Smith to the, to, to next to him. Uh -huh. And uh, of course, Elroy is a legendary program director now who programmed at my hometown station where he got his start at WRD in Boston. But I worked with him for nearly a decade at WGCI in Chicago. Elroy is a very, very well-known and, and prominent program director. Next to him is Ralph Tresnant, lead singer for New Edition. I thought that was Ralph, yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> This, the photo was taken uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago, three weeks ago at an mm -hmm. event in Atlanta for yes. Reach Media Inc. But yeah, that was, I mean, we, I mean, just being able to network and to be around the programmers that you work with, you know, there's one thing of being on these video conferences, but when you're face to face with the people that you talk with on a regular basis, it's nothing in the world like that. Nothing yes. in the world like that. As a matter of fact, D.L. Hughley, <clears throat> I had a chance to witness him, you know, for the first time face to face at, at his presentation. And the man is a genius. Yes. He is so intelligent. Yes. Um, I, I walked away with just a whole newfound respect for him. And I was just grateful to be able to take this picture with him afterwards. But yeah, um, 
I just uh, really, really uh, am grateful to God to be able to to be mm-hmm. able to uh, be a conduit of some information to help empower others. Um, yes, when you take in consideration that um, yeah, we, we talked a moment ago about uh, consultants, and you know, I know that people look at me as one, but no, I, I, I kind of fall my, I, I fall back from that that title. I, more of a service provider, a music programming yeah. service provider, because I want to be able to uh, help empower program directors and making sure that this tool that they need to generate the most effective log, they, they got a clear understanding of how it works and how it can save them time, because time management is key. Uh, uh-huh. Most program directors have uh, uh, so many chores that they have to do on a daily basis. Yes. And to be able to generate an effective log uh, in the le- least amount of time, because uh, it's all about ratings and radio. You want to make sure that your station is attracting a good uh, market share. Uh, uh-huh. People tune into music formatted stations primarily for the music. For you know, the music. There's only really one day part that may be slightly more important than music, and that is the information day part being morning drive. But still, yeah. you want to hear the music. You definitely want to hear the music. That's right, Earl. That is, and it all started for you. Did you choose this industry, or did the industry choose you? That's a good question. I started out. My hometown is Boston, Boston, Mass. Uh-huh. Grew up in Roxbury, Dorchester area, of Boston. Uh, no addition, and Celtics, and New Kids on the Block, and uh, my hometown station. The call it is W I L D. Wild Radio is an AM daytime station that launched the careers of some great, great programmers. I mean, this little station it was at a daytime signal, an AM station. In the winter, when sundown, it had to go off the air. So it's, it, it, like, it would sign off the air at like 4.15 in the winter. Because yeah. that was, yeah. So and it signed on in the morning at 7 something, you know, when sunrise and sun. And off at sunset. But that didn't matter. I mean, this station could have been shortwave. It didn't matter. Yeah. WILD was the pulse of the community. It was the it, it was the information source. And again, it launched the careers of a lot of great programmers, a lot of great announcers, a lot of great industry people. And I was blessed to be able to come up uh, in, in that market. Um, but I, I must say, um, God has placed some powerful people in my career path that yes. has helped me uh, along the way. And I can't express how important it is for those interested in radio to align themselves with a mentor, to get somebody that can help you. Because, you know, there are so many things like maturity or, or understanding people's skills. Uh-huh. Understanding how to work with different other departments at the radio station, or just being able to to be uh, entwined with other the, all the other departments at a radio station, but honing your craft and paying some dues is something that is, is should never be overlooked. Meaning, yes. if you got to get on the road and travel, yeah, you may want to work in New York. Who doesn't? Or maybe you may want to work in L.A. or Atlanta. Who doesn't? But sometimes you've got to go home your craft and start yeah. up in a smaller market. 
Yeah. And then make a track record of your success. See? Yeah. And then have a body of work that you can shop and market yourself with to take yourself to the next larger market. Yeah. That's right, girl. You said now you're such a teacher, man. You are <laughs> you're such a God teacher. God gets the glory. I am nothing. Yeah. God gets yeah. the glory. I am just yeah. I'm humbled and I'm grateful to to have yeah. my little small business, my wife and I. And it's just again <clears throat> when you can do something that you enjoy doing, it's it's not work. That's right. Well, congratulations on all your success. I mean, you started EBI what year? 96? It was 1996. After yeah. traveling on the road as a jock and a program director, and I programmed many years um, in the Carolinas. I worked in St. Louis. I worked in Atlantic City, Chicago, of course, as a jock. But traveling um, the country and holding my craft um, as a program director, I got a an opportunity to move to New York um, after reuniting, speak about mentors. My mentor is Lee Michaels. Lee Michaels was the program director of WBMX in Chicago. And I had my, got my, that was my major break to, to, to work in the third largest market, they call it the second city, but third largest market, Chicago at the time. And he's the one that sat me down in front of the personal computer. And he's the one that that showed me the intricacies of working with music scheduling software. He was one of the first in the industry, regardless of formats, to use music scheduling software. So I got the bug early on from him. But what I learned, and I talk about you know mentors, what I learned from him was his people skills. I remember him laying off people, and they'd walk out of his office with a smile. Same. That's people skills. So. Yeah. But but not only Lee, I mean Jerry Bolding, yeah, Jim Maddox. I mean, I've had some people in my career path. When I first started out, I didn't even know how to put together a proposal. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I <clears throat> I had my little <laughs> first stage of business cards. I was yeah. at an impact convention in Nashville at the Grand Ole Opry. I can't even remember what year it was. It had to be, it had to be like 97. It was like the first year I was in business. I, st I worked at, <clears throat> let me just try to put this capsule together real quick. Traveled the road as a jock and as a program director. Moved to New York in 93 and worked at Radio Computing Services, the parent company for Selector. They trained me on all facets of music scheduling software, networking, operating systems, digital audio, and all that. So I'm on the phone doing telephone technical support, realizing that every two weeks, that same person who called me to have me help them troubleshoot a problem said, oh, it's broke again. Could you help me fix it? So light bulb went off and was like, wait a minute. They're not getting it. Somebody's got to empower these people with this information. Somebody's got to, if it is, which we have to realize here is, just because you know something doesn't mean you can empower somebody else with that knowledge. It's a certain skill it takes to be a conduit of information because yes. you have to have patience and not to no two people learn at the same time, not the same pace. Mm -hmm. So again, God gets the glory. He gave me that skill to be able to patiently disseminate information so that 
when the light bulb went off for me, mm-hmm. I felt victorious. Yes. And that's uh, that same kind of feeling. When the light bulb goes off, when you finally get understanding, mm-hmm. that's when you feel empowered. And yes. That's when, you, that's when you can, all right, I can do that. I can take on something else. Yeah. That's right. So after three years of, of, of doing telephone technical support, I was like, you know something? Yeah. Yeah. I got to I got to do something with this knowledge. Yeah. Again, mentors. I got an offer to to fly out to Los Angeles to be under one of my mentors, Jim Maddox. And he was going to he was he was the vice president of program for DMX. It was one of those music services similar to Muzak. Mm-hmm. And um, Jim Maddox, a legendary program. He programmed it in Houston and Chicago, many, many markets. He is just he is one to have learned from like Lee Michaels or like Jerry Bolding, like others that uh, I was blessed to to, to cross uh, in my path, <clears throat> uh, my career path. But um, he flies me out to Los Angeles. I'm leaving, just about to leave. I was still at RCS at the time. He says, Earl, I want you to be my director of programming. So I'm sitting in his office. He gave me an offer, told me how much I could pay. He says, you know something else? I can give you this job, I can give you a good salary, but the knowledge that you've got from Selector is more valuable than any of these consultants out here. Wow, it's amazing. I mean, so he was like, yeah, you can have this job if you want. Yeah. But if I were you. You you launch out and start your own services. And and that's how EBI came about. That was was one of the... That was one initial. Then, so, so, I, grand old offer. Let me get back to this very quickly. <laughs> I'm, at, I'm at this impact convention in Nashville, and I had my first phase of business cards. Uh-huh. And I'm sitting there, and I look over to my left, and there are two prominent people in the industry. Barry Mayo, at the time, he was an owner of some stations, and he worked at BAZ in Chicago. And next to him was Michael Saunders. And he was the operations manager for a cluster of stations in Detroit. Mm-hmm. So I'm standing there and I'm like nervous and I'm like, oh, I say something. I came here to try to get some clients. So I said to myself, well, if I don't go over there, it's going to be the same thing as I know. So yeah. I walked over and I gave my business card. And mind you, I had worked with both of these while I was at RCS because, mm-hmm. you know, they had called, you know, to get telephone technical support especially Michael, because we both had worked in the Carolinas. So I gave him a business card to, to, to Barry Mayo, and he looked at it and said, I like this. I like it. Just those words, was because I was, have always been like, he's the man, you know? You're right. Just those words, he said, I like this. And Michael Saunders said, call my general manager Monday morning. We need somebody like you. That turned into a four-year contract just by walking over there. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. We need a two-hour <laughs> show with you, Earl. Because <laughs> I can listen on and on, but we're just about uh, out of time. Again. Oh me, my goodness. I, I know we gotta wrap up and I, yeah. I just, you know, I I know you got a few more questions, so hit me because I know I'm rambling on. Go ahead. Well, I want to say too, I was gonna ask you how do you balance life and all your success? Because you have a beautiful family, your beautiful wife, everything. So, I mean, and you're always busy. How do you handle or juggle it all? Well, 
this I must say, it's very important. Anybody that's listening and everybody that's listening. All right, listen up, y'all. <laughs> this is this is more important than anything that I could ever do. You know, a lot of people look up to God. They say, well, God has done this for me. God has done that. God sent his son here to sacrifice his life for us. So you owe him. He doesn't owe you. Come on. You owe him. So what do you do to pay him back? Well, you don't read his Bible. You study his Bible. So you open it up daily and you study it. Study it. What I mean by that is reading is one thing, but you can read anything. You can read a billboard, but you need to study his word. And if you get to a passage or a verse and you don't understand and Google it, get a commentary on it, but get understanding of God's word. It is so, so vitally important in this world that we live in where the moral standards are next to nothing. Yeah. That's been my guide. That's the, when everyone told me I couldn't do this, and I, you know, again, I ain't nobody, I ain't done nothing. I yeah. can't wake myself up in the morning. That's right. Come on. I, I, I but God gets all the glory. Yeah, and I don't say it, you know, along with, not reading, not along with studying his word, mm-hmm. is make time for him, because he makes time for you 24-7. Get your butt up on Sunday morning and go worship him. Yeah, amen. Make time for him. Yes. Because he makes time for you. You're going to find yourself at a point in your life where you're going to wish you had. Yeah. See, but but don't don't let that pass you in your life. Yes. Read and study his word daily. Find out. And God hasn't changed. We've changed. We've changed. Yeah. We've We've moved away from him. Yeah. He doesn't move away from us. We move away from him. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I can't express that enough, and I don't want to to be on a soapbox about about uh, one spiritual walk, but it's so vitally important. It's, I mean, think about eighteen people getting killed playing bowling and going to bowling alley, or think yeah. about all these people that lost their lives in in, in Maine. In, in Maine, that's what I was talking about—the eighteen people in the bowling alley. But all yeah, the people yeah, yeah. in Israel who lost their lives. But think about life in general. I had a yeah. friend, a very, very, very good program director, was heading to a convention and literally had a, a, an anxiety attack on the way and had to be hospitalized. Yeah. I mean, life is precious. And we yeah, do not yeah. know how long we're going to be here. No, we don't. Now, everyone's, every, and I, I, I'll say this, and this is my last thing about spirituality, spirituality or one spiritual walk. Mm-hmm. You hear everyone say, well, you know, this person passed away and they're looking down at me. Not everybody's going there. Not everybody's going. Yeah. That's why there's a hell. Yeah, that's true. I'm with you. Not everyone is looking down. If you didn't if live your life the way God would have you live your life while you were while your spirit was in your flesh, not everybody's going. So now is the time to take that serious and and, and put God first in your life. And don't just say it. Do it. Don't just say it. Mm -hmm. It's easy to say things. You've got, Mm -hmm. you know, faith without works is dead. That's right. That's right. You've got to do it. You've got to make time for him. Mm Because you cannot wake yourself up. That's you right. 
right, and that's that's one part of 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 of, of the secret of of of, of my success. Work and balance, part, yeah. Mm-hmm. That the other part is is exercise. Exercise, okay. I, I run four miles a day. Four miles. Okay. I, I I my my body is my temple. So yeah. I, I I haven't eaten meat in maybe twenty five years. Red meat. Oh. Um, good for you again you have to take care of yourselves you can't be you know yeah i know that things taste good but i got this in jerry bolden years ago i remember i was out i was in atlanta where he was uh over the uh sheridan gospel network and i was a client at the time and we went out for some sushi and he was like girl you know sometimes you just have to acquire a taste for for, for things that are healthy. You just got to acquire the taste. Yeah. I know many people that have lost weight because they've, they've cut down on carbs or they've cut down on sugar. There's ways we can control ourselves. We can control yeah. our mind. Mm-hmm. We control our actions. We, we, we are in control of our, uh, our way of doing things. Yeah. Um, follow your passion, find yourself a mentor, exercise what, what's what's most important. I cannot extru- express if there's anything I want you to walk away with is to study, not just read, but study, study God's study word. God's word. Study it. It, it, it. It's not going to change. If you don't if if, if you don't have a a Bible, you can get one online and there are different translations. You can get a new uh, NIV or English Standard Version. You don't have to, you know, worry about breaking down the old English language in the King James Version. But I cannot express the importance of your spiritual walk. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're going to be successful at anything, no matter what your career may be. Yes. Uh, you, you need to have your life right with God. Amen. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. This is Mr. Earl Boston. You can go to the website. Let me pull it up right quick. EarlBoston.com. Check out his website. He'll tell you, you know, it it tells you about his services and all the great things that they do. And um, here's his contact. Is it okay if we share your contact number? Why not? Okay. Uh There's a contact number. You can call him up and you start your own radio station. Like if you're going to do an internet radio station, say if I wanted to start one today, could I get, could I get your services? Sure. 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 And my rates are reasonable. Your rates are reasonable. (laughs) Guys, you heard that. (laughs) You guys heard that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's about, it's about helping. It's about empowering. It's about lifting each other up. It's about, I mean, let's face it. Think about it. I, I, you know, think about, oh, who is it? Puffy said, you know, more money, more problems. But yeah. think about money and the fact that, you know, uh, how much can you do with what you got? If you yeah. got a lot of money, then you get to a point where, okay, I'm going to give some away. I'm a philanthropist. But money is all relative. If yeah. you're happy and you're comfortable and you're, I mean, I would rather be happy than rich. Mm-hmm. Yes, you will be happy. That's right. Well, guys, we're out of time. And I I was trying to let you get that last sentence in. But guys, tune in next week. We'll have another exciting guest for you. But Mr. Boston has been so much. We went over time today, but it was it was all worth it. Thank you so Thank much you. for Thank all your hey, information. Thank yes. you, Millie. It's such You're a blessing to funny. talk to you. Thank you. you <laughs> it's guys. been a lot of fun. My first podcast, by the way, with Millie. Oh, <laughs> you did a great job, guys. Look him up, Earl Boston. He Thank is you. 
ah, sensational, knowledgeable. Well, you heard it for yourself right here. I'm bringing it in the house. Bye, guys.